Hey, this is Kate Erickson, and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Ilonga. This is episode number six, and today we talk about how to turn your passion into a business. Let's go! Welcome to The 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey everybody, what's up? Yanni Lunga here with the sixth episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. I hope you're having a great day and thank you for being here, for making me part of your day. I promise you, you're gonna love this episode. Before we dive into today's content, I want to remind you what I talked about in episode four with Kim Garst. We talked about how to rock social media marketing with authenticity and I mentioned a contest. If you go to 36entrepreneur.net slash contest, you can enter a contest to win a free copy of Kim's best-selling book, Will the Real You Please Stand Up? So if you are interested in learning more about how you can really become a social media marketing ninja, go to 36entrepreneur.net slash contest. All right, so today we talk about how to turn your passion into a business. So if you've been thinking about how to build a business. Maybe you have been working already, planning your business, or you, you already have a business but are thinking about expanding it somehow. This episode is for you and what a guest we have here today. I'm super, super excited. But before I tell you more about the guest, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. If you're looking for a web hosting service, my number one recommendation is Bluehost. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting and a limited domain, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. And you get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install all of your WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up. And when you do, Bluehost gives you a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Okay, I will say about the guest. Today we are joined by Kate Erickson, a great woman who really does it all. She's a content creator and community leader at Entrepreneur on Fire. She's an incredible blogger, a speaker, and she's also a podcaster and an author. And she's here to tell us more about all the great things she does to give us some tips and to talk about her book, The Fire Path, where your passion and our guidance unite. Okay, let's hear from Kate. And like always, you find the links to everything Kate and I talk about in the show notes at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode six. Here is how to turn your passion into a business with Kate Erickson. Everybody, I'm super excited about this episode and I'm sure you're gonna love it because today we talk about how you can turn your passion into an actual business. And what what a guest we have here joining us today. She's the content curator at Entrepreneur on Fire. She's the host of Kate's Take, a podcast that gives you tips on how to leverage your own story and experience to create and grow a successful business. And she's also an author. She had recently published her book, The Fire Path, Where Your Passion and Our Guidance Unite. And she's also part of the training communities Podcasters Paradise and Webinar on Fire with John Lee Dumas. And I'm super excited about welcome on the show, 
Kate Erickson. Hey, Kate, how's it going? Jan, I'm so good and I'm so fired up to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're so welcome. And, you know, I've been so excited since you since we have booked this interview. I've been so looking forward to it because I read your book. So first of all, Kate, congratulations on the book. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And I love it because I think that you talk about something that, you know, I think that 99% of the entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs, so people who would like to start their own business, think about how can I find something that I like and how I can turn that into a passion. So we're going to talk about that in just a second. But before we start, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about your podcast, Kate's Take, because there is so much value there and I want you to tell the listeners what they can expect from that podcast. Well, thank you so much for that. I'm glad that you're enjoying (laughs) Kate's Take. Uh, I launched Kate's Take as it's an audio blog. Mm -hmm. So I post blog posts on the EO Fire website and I was kind of feeling maybe like I wasn't reaching enough people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who are very busy. They don't really want to sit down in front of a computer and read a post. And I get really, really detailed in my posts. So sometimes <laughs> it can run on a bit long. <laughs> and so I can definitely appreciate that. And I just really wanted to be, you know, extending my content to our audience in the way that they wanted to consume it. Mm-hmm. And so I launched Kate's Take as an audio blog. I read my blog posts as an episode on the podcast. And it's just a way for me to really take the lessons learned and the systems, the processes, the things that we're doing in our business that are working for us and also that are not working for us. I like to share those lessons with our audience. And so that's really what I share on the podcast is a behind the scenes look at what we do here at Entrepreneur on Fire, um, why we make the decisions that we make, why we try the things that we try. And, you know, I really like to break it down in a step-by-step a systematic way so that other people can take it and use it in their own business if they'd like. So guys, Kate has just mentioned, you know, what you can expect from Kate's take. It's a great resource, same as her book that we're going to talk about today. And like in every episode, you find the links to everything Kate and I mentioned, including the links to her book, the podcast in the show notes. Okay, the first question I'm sure some of the people who are joining us are asking themselves is, you know, I have many passions. So how can I identify kind of the passion and how can I turn that into a a business? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, there's something that a lot of entrepreneurs talk about. Um, certainly there's been many books written about it. It's called your zone of genius. Mm-hmm. And your zone of genius is where you can identify a passion that you have and then have uh, the overlap with an expertise or experience that you have as well. So when you can take something that you're passionate about, whether that be uh, bike riding or uh, creating pottery or you know entrepreneurship, and you can pair that and have it overlap with something that you have experience or expertise doing, something that you're very good at, then that becomes a zone of genius for you. It's where you're going to be very, very well-suited in what Mm -hmm. it is that you can share with an audience. And so that's really, we have an exercise that we share where if you take out a piece of paper and you start to identify what what are all of your passions? What are the things that you love to do? And it doesn't necessarily have to be 
an action yawn. This could be, I'm passionate about helping other people. I'm Mm -hmm. passionate about teaching. I'm passionate about learning. So, you know, it doesn't have to be an actual act of you doing something specific. Mm -hmm. It could be more general like that. And then you're going to see what you have experience and expertise in doing. So, you know, what did you study in school? What are some of the biggest lessons that you learned growing up? Um, You know, what have you done in your past work experience? And once you can find that overlap between your passions and your expertise, you are on your way to finding perhaps a viable business idea. Awesome. I like it. So guys, really take out pen and paper or open your digital notebook and start brainstorming and think about what is it that you like doing. And as Kat saying, you actually shouldn't, cannot be only an action. It can be pretty much anything. And then Kate, what's the next step? So once we have identified what we like, let's say, for example, we want to build a business around traveling. I know you love traveling as we were talking Mm -hmm. before this interview. I know that John likes traveling as well. So if we were to be planning a business around traveling, we have identified that as a passion. What is the next step? So the next step would really be to, you want to make sure that what your idea is, there needs to be a need for that out Mm -hmm. there. Because if you're creating it and then just expecting that, oh yes, of course there are people out there who need this, you actually need to go prove that there are people out there who need this. And so, and that's what's going to help you decide whether or not this can actually be a viable business for you, right? Because mm-hmm. we want to be doing what we what we love. We want to be doing what we're best at, but we also want to make a living out of this. This is going to be our business. Mm-hmm. And so you need to make sure that there is a need out there for what it is that you're offering. So Jan, if I said, I really, really love travel and I really, really do, <laughs> <laughs> then what is it? What what's a pain point out there right now for people who travel? What is something that I can help other people overcome when they're traveling so that they don't have to maybe go through an experience that I've had before? Or maybe I make it easier for them to find cheap flights or, you know, whatever that might be. You want to identify a need in the market so that you make sure what it is you're working towards is going to that people are actually going to want it. Awesome. I love it. So to to really focus on identifying a pain point, a need that people have. And when it comes to uh, defining the avatar and focusing on a niche, I know that those are very critical points when it comes to, especially in the earlier stages of a business. Do you have some tips for our listeners on how they can define their avatar and narrow down and focus on a specific niche? Yes, absolutely. So if we kind of follow this train of um, a travel business idea, you know, once you feel that you have, you know, maybe this is a need out there that that people would really like having tips on, you know, the best places to visit no matter where they are in the world, Mm -hmm. then that's when you would want to start to define your avatar. Because you want to get to intimately know the person that you're going to speak to with your business. So once you've identified that idea and you feel that there's a need out there that you can turn it into a viable business idea, you want to define the one perfect consumer of Mm -hmm. your product or your content or your services or whatever it is that you're creating. And that's going to be your avatar. You want to know so much about them that you can't possibly know anything else about them. You want to know them so, so well. And the reason why is because 
if you can get to know this one person, you're going to get to know exactly what their struggles are. And Mm -hmm. you're going to get to know exactly what their pain points are. And you're also going to get to know what their family life is like. You know, how old are they? Are Mm -hmm. they male or female? So you will be getting into a little bit of demographics as well. But it's very important that you really understand what they struggle with, what keeps them up at night. And then you also want to know what their dreams and their aspirations are. I mean, what is it that they're looking to do? Because once you know these things about this person, Jan, you're going to be able to start creating for them. Mm -hmm. And once you can start creating for them, that's when you're going to get to um, really into your niche, which you mentioned as well. So after you can define your avatar, that's when you're going to be able to really get to a niche place because travel is a huge industry, right? You can't just start a business and say, this is going to be all about travel because (laughs) who, I mean, who would you be talking to? You'd be talking to billions upon billions of people. It'd be very tough for you to market that message if it's just everything travel. So having a niche is very important. And so that would be the next step after you've defined your avatar is to really say, Given my avatar's pain points and what they're struggling with most, and given my idea that I want to help them, you know, find the best spots no matter where they're visiting in the world, you know, what niche can you carve out for yourself so that you're really narrowing down what it is that you can offer people? Because that's when you're going to be able to reach people at that point. I'm loving this, Kate. And I want to comment on on something you just said. And it's something that you have uh, you have talked about before on on webinars also John has talked about and the importance of really defining the avatar because I remember you guys said that you know once you know your avatar very well that's also going to help you in the long in the long run because whenever you are at a crossroad you just think as the avatar and you immediately know which way you should go and you won't spend too much time or even money, you know, kind of trying to figure out or, or testing, should you go left, should, should you go right, should you go forward, should you go back? So definitely defining the avatar and then start to kind of focus on a very well-defined, narrow niche. And I want to ask you, Kate, in, uh, some tips for networking and kind of earning trust and building an audience, because obviously when someone is starting out, it's not that easy to, you know, to build an audience for from scratch and earn their trust. So do you have any recommendations for us? Well, that Jan, this is why, you know, identifying your passion and everything that we've talked about, viable business idea, defining your avatar, discovering your niche. That's why all these things are so important. These are the foundation of your business right here. And that's what's going to make it the next step easier for you, which is like what you're talking about, networking, earning trust, building an audience. That's what comes after you've done everything that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is you can start to network and build relationships and start building an audience once you know exactly who you're talking to. Until then, I mean, Jan, can you imagine going to a networking event and what's the first thing that somebody's going to ask you when they come up to you? They're going to say, oh, hey, Jan, my name is Kate. It's very nice to meet you. What is it that you do? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? And so that part of networking, building relationships and starting to you know, engage in communities, you need to have a very well-defined 
proposition, a value that you're offering your audience so that you're able to tell other people what that is. Mm -hmm. And it's at that point in time that you're going to be able to start building very strong relationships and very valuable relationships in the or at the networking events that you go to in the online communities that you're a part of. So let's say that you and me are starting a business in the travel industry. The first thing I want to do when I'm ready to start networking and building relationships and getting in those communities is I'm going to go onto Facebook, maybe Google Plus on LinkedIn, and I'm going to start searching for free communities that have to do with the travel industry. And because I know my niche, I can even get more specific with the type of group that I'm going to join because I want to surround myself with the other people that are in my industry or my niche because that's where I'm going to start to learn what it is that they're providing their audience. That's where I'm going to start to learn what some of the other pain points might be in the audience that I haven't thought about yet. And that's also perhaps where I might be able to actually meet my avatar because I've defined them, I've described them, but up until this point, I've basically made this person up, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. When, But when you can get into these communities and when you can surround yourself with the people in this industry, perhaps the people that are experiencing those very pain points that you said your avatar has, that's when you get to start interacting with them and engaging with them to see exactly if you're right about what you said you were going to offer them are those their pain points and talk to them about what it is that you're thinking about creating. Ask them if that will help them. Ask them if that is what they would want to consume. And it's around those types of communities, the types of networking events that you can go to by going to meetup.com and seeing what's happening in your area. So you can even meet people in person or perhaps reaching out to others who you follow in your industry or your niche. Maybe there's a travel blogger or you know somebody who's very well respected in the travel industry and you follow them online. Even going to their website and you know engaging on their with their content, following them on social media. I mean, these are I'm throwing out a lot of different ways here mm-hmm. that you could start engaging and networking and building those relationships in your community because that's going to be the start of you being able to build an audience because you need to put out there what it is that you're creating. You need to kind of refine what it is that you're going to be offering through talking to your avatar in these online communities. And that's when your audience is going to have the opportunity to start to grow because you're putting this out there. You're starting to create content for them and you're starting to introduce yourself as you know, perhaps an expert in this industry or niche you've chosen. Kate, I'm having a blast talking to you. And before we continue with this awesome conversation, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. When talking about web hosting, there is no doubt. Bluehost is the number one web hosting service. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting, a limited domain hosting, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. And you get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install your WordPress sites automatically with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash bluehost to sign up and when you do you get a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash bluehost. Kate, you are dropping so many value bombs here. And guys, <laughs> if you're enjoying this episode, make sure to let Kate know on Twitter at Kate L. Erickson. Again, you find the link to her Twitter account as well as everything else we have been talking about in the show notes. Really, if you are enjoying 
this episode, make sure to give Kate a shout out on Twitter again at Kate L. Erickson. And Kate, I think you touched on, on so many key points because you talked about community and obviously with Entrepreneur on Fire, Podcasters Paradise, <laughs> Webinar mm-hmm. on Fire, you have really also experienced firsthand the importance of being part of a community. You have seen many people, you know, coming in as kind of solopreneurs and then really with uh, kind of raising or rising with the power of community with the help of, of the community members so guys if you're out there you have been listening to Kate and I really consider what she has just told us about really going out looking for communities in your niche and today with the internet it's it's really easy Kate mentioned quite many resources meetup.com you can use google plus you can even use for example twitter and look for chats on twitter just to start becoming part of a community and then from there you build your network and kate i want to ask you about product launch because i'm sure that some of the listeners want to know about you know about the monetization aspect of a business and i remember on a recent podcast you talked about the three p's of a powerful product launch so if people are listening to us and they've maybe been working on on their product do you have some tips for them Yes, the three P's uh, that I feel really go into a powerful product launch are patience, practice, and planning. Those are the three P's Mm -hmm. that I see that are so powerful for a product launch. And, you know, the patience is, is really all about understanding that, Jan, everything you and I have been talking about here and sharing with your listeners that's a foundation of your business and that takes time to put that in mm-hmm. place. But once you do take the time to put that in place, once you do take the time to sit down and write out your passions and see where those overlap with your expertise, once you take the time to bring your business idea out so that you can decide and and discover whether or not it's going to be a viable one, once you're able to define your avatar and discover your niche and become a part of these online communities so that you can start growing your network and spread the word about what it is that you're creating, all of that takes a lot of patience. Because Jan, (laughs) you know just as well as me that when you're an entrepreneur and you're ready to get started, I mean, you just want to bust on the scene. Like, let's launch Mm -hmm. that website. Let's start growing my audience and let's start making some money, right? Uh But, you know, there's a lot of foundational work that's required to create a successful and sustainable business. And I very strongly believe that everything we've been talking about up to this point is the foundation for a successful and sustainable business. So that patience that you're exercising through this process, that's the same patience that it takes to get to a powerful product launch because you're not going to launch your website and the next day come up with the perfect product idea for your audience. <laughs> that that perfect, even though I know a lot of people would love it if that were the case. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. coming up with that product idea is really, you know, getting to know your avatar, being in those online communities, listening to people's pain points and their struggles, and then coming up with an idea for a product or a service that could help them. So there's a lot of patience that goes into actually coming up with the idea that you have for your product. There's a lot of practice that goes into testing things. You know, Mm -hmm. you might not nail it the first time. If you have a product idea, 
I really, really hope that you're expressing that idea to your audience and getting feedback from them. You know, practice with it. Practice putting it out there and seeing what people's response is. Don't create it and then hope that people buy it. Start talking to your audience about what it is. And that's that practice. That's you just bringing that idea out there and testing it and tweaking it based on the feedback that you're getting. And then the planning part of it is so integral because if you try to dive into creating a product, I mean, that's a big thing. Depending on what it is that you're creating, of course, there's a lot of planning that goes into, um, you know, perhaps there's going to be a beta round that you do. Perhaps there's going to be a, a lot of planning and, um, you know, scheduling that you have to do with other people who might have to be involved to say you're building mm-hmm you know, a website, but you yourself don't really know how to build a website, you're going to be, you know, interacting with somebody else who can help you with that. So and then, of course, there's a ton of planning that goes into actually bringing a product to market, actually marketing it and exposing it and introducing it to your audience so that they even know that it exists. So the planning for a product launch leading up to it, I think is very important so that you can really get yourself some momentum before you actually launch it so that you don't launch it and then feel like, okay, well, where is everybody? (laughs) (laughs) So those are what I feel are the three P's of a powerful product launch. Kate, thank you. You're really providing us for so much food for thoughts. And guys, obviously, I know that the lovely Kate would love to stay up with us here on the podcast for the next five hours, <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's very busy. And I want to, to wrap up this episode by mentioning again your book, The Fire Path, where your passion and our, and our guidance unite, because there you go into the topic more in depth. And it's a, it's a great resource for every entrepreneur, especially those who are starting out. But even if you have already a business, you should definitely check out the book. And we talked about communities. I mentioned Podcasters Paradise. I want to spend 30 seconds to talk about that because I'm a part of that and it's the world largest community of podcasters. So Kate, if there are some podcasters listening to us or people who have been thinking about launching a podcast, why Podcasters Paradise? Oh, Podcasters Paradise, Jan, as you know, it's such an incredible community because we touched on this a little bit before. That support that you can get from a community, that encouragement and the insights and the inspiration and motivation that you can get from other people who are on the same path as you is so, so powerful. So outside of you know the hundreds of video tutorials that we have, the resources page that we have, we have an accountability matchmaker. We will personally match you up with somebody else in Podcasters Paradise so that you can help support each other. You know, Outside of all of those things, really the 2,000 plus members of Podcasters Paradise is what makes it the community that it is because everybody's in it to help support and, you know, bring each other forward on their journey. I know, and I love it and I can really vouch for it. And guys, if on March 28th you are in San Diego, Kate is going to be the opening keynote for Podcast San Diego. So if you want to learn even more about podcasting, you want to brainstorm or you simply want to meet Kate Erickson in person, March 28th, Podcast San Diego. Kate, thank you so much for being here with us and for telling us more about the great things you do and for sharing some tips on how to turn a passion into a business. Jan, thank you so much. And I would absolutely love to offer your listeners a free download of the Fire Path book. 
Um, oh, please. Yeah, yeah, let's set that up. Anybody who's listening, you can head over to eofire.com slash TFP book. And that's where you can download it. And Jan, hopefully you can link that up in the show notes so that Absolutely. anybody listening who's, you know, interested in learning more about what we've talked about today and so much more, um, they can go get a free download of the book at that URL. Sounds good. Actually, guys, let's make it even easier. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash Kate, and you will be redirected to the page that Kate just mentioned so that you get the book. Again, Kate, thank you so much for your time and for being with us. Thanks, Jan. Okay, everybody, we are back. Kate, has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so very much for everything you do and for being here with us and telling us more about how we can turn our passion or passions into a business. And guys, we talked about quite many things with Kate. I mentioned the link at the beginning, 360entrepreneur.net slash episode six. That's 360entrepreneur.net dot net slash episode six you find the show notes with the links to everything kate and i have talked about including podcast san diego entrepreneur on fire and her book the fire path as you heard kate has made a gift to all of us so go to 360entrepreneur.net slash kate k-a-t-e Kate and get your free copy of the fire path and when you do make sure to go to the show notes page of this episode where you will see a, a tweet that you can click to thank Kate for making the fire path available to all of us awesome so you heard about the show notes you heard about the fire path again you find it at 36entrepreneur.net slash Kate and you've heard about podcast San Diego so if you're gonna be in San Diego on March 28th you know the place to be at podcast San Diego find more information at podcastsandiego.com okay guys thank you again for making Kate and I part of your day and I hope you'll be back with me to the next episode take care Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.